In the name of the Blessed Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The landlady slipped the mail under the door addressed to the tenant at 221B Baker Street, London, England. Privacy for her tenants was not one of her strong points. She could not help but notice that the letter was addressed to the Honorable Sherlock Holmes. She thought, now this is a new one, the Honorable. She didn't think so, especially after hearing about Holmes's tent being stolen with him in it while on a recent trip to central England in search of the meaning of Jesus' story about a good Samaritan. <coughs> the address caught Sherlock Holmes's attention, so much so he did not discard it as being junk mail. It was from a deacon in Texas. <laughs> Upon opening the envelope, he found a much too brief letter. It read, Dear Mr. Holmes, Luke 14, verse 25 through 33, quote, hate, close quote, hell. <laughs> so greatly challenged was Holmes by this somewhat cryptic letter that he took pity on his cry for help. With his curiosity piqued, Holmes lit up his pipe and went to work. He pulled from his bookshelf a dusty Bible and opened it to Luke 14. After reading verse 25:33, he knew that the cry for help was not a joke. After reading that passage, Hope explained, Hope exclaimed, Jesus, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> he read that part about hate. Whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and even life itself, cannot be my disciple. Hate your father, hate your mother, hate your wife, hate your children, hate your brothers, hate your sisters, hate even life itself, and oh yes, and while you're at it, give it all, all your possessions away, and then, only then, Will you be ready to take up the cross and follow Jesus? What is Jesus talking about? Holmes pondered that question and thought, has Jesus forgotten about the fourth commandment? Are we to forget about honoring our parents? Wasn't it Jesus who said that we are to love our neighbors as we love ourselves? Didn't Jesus try to talk to people into loving their enemies? Has Jesus forgotten that God is love? Why does Jesus rant and rave about hating our fathers, mothers, children, sisters, brothers, and even life itself? Holmes again pondered that all too, all too brief letter. What is not said? What clue has been left out? Now Jesus was saying to now Holmes was saying to himself, game on. Looking for a clue, Holmes thought perhaps the Old Testament reading from Deuteronomy 30 will give some insight to why Jesus would be so outspoken, even harsh. 
Turning to Deuteronomy, Holmes found this. God says in summary, I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live. God says, choose life. How can this be reconciled with the gospel lesson in which Jesus says, whoever does not hate, even life itself, cannot be a disciple of Jesus? Why was Jesus so harsh? What is going on here? Holmes went back to his chair and relit his pipe and continued to ponder, looking for an answer to Jesus telling us to hate, to hate. Holmes decided to reread the passage from Luke. According to the Gospel of Luke, Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. Huge crowds were following Jesus, clamoring for his attention, pleading for his healing touch, anxiously waiting for the next miracle, and pledging to follow Jesus wherever he was going, hoping against hope that Jesus could save them from all their problems. Only Jesus knows where they, where they are going. Only Jesus knows that he is on his way to Jerusalem, headed straight for the cross. Only Jesus knows what horror lies ahead. Holmes continues to ponder. Jesus looks out at the large crowd who is traveling with him, and then he throws a huge bucket of cold water all over them. At that moment, Jesus may well be their Savior, and they may want to follow him to the ends of the earth, but Jesus knows exactly what following him will mean. And so he asks the crowd to think carefully before they follow him any further. Jesus cautions the crowd, whoever comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yet even life itself cannot be my disciples. Why is Jesus talk? What is Jesus talking about? Is Jesus contradicting the scripture? Is he contradicting himself? Does Jesus really want his followers to hate? Holmes is now getting into this mystery that is throwing cold water on his face. He feels desperate to find an answer. He feels restless. Should I call my sometimes father confessor? The Bishop of Baker Street. No, better not. I can do this on my own. My soul is at stake. So he begins in a most logical Sherlock Holmes mystery-solving way. He opens his dictionary. According to the dictionary, the word hate is defined as intense hostility and aversion. Distate, distate, coupled, disdain, coupled, <coughs> with sustained ill will. Holmes thinks, well, if that's what Jesus is asking for me, then count me out. I don't have the greatest relationship with my brother or even Dr. Holmes, but I'm not prepared to sum up intense hostility, aversion, and distaste coupled with sustained ill will against them. They may, they may, there, may be, there may well be days, Holmes thinks, when I don't exactly like them, or like life, but hate even life itself, no way. Boy, it is time for another smoke. Now, this is better, he thinks. Holmes being Holmes, 
after all his uh, reputation to live up to, especially with those Episcopalians in the U.S. who are his fans. <clears throat> he keeps looking for an answer, and he finds it in the early Bible's meaning of the word hate. Holmes has heard enough sermons to know that many words in the Bible have different meanings when you look for the origin of that word. So Holmes looks for the original words in the Greek Bible. This Bible was the earliest Bible and the one St. Jerome's used to translate the Vulgate into Latin. In the original words used in the Greek, Holmes discovered just what Jesus was saying. And the writer of the Gospel of Luke used a Greek phrase that comes from a stematic language expression meaning to love less, to turn away from or detach oneself from. That is it, shout Holmes. Jesus is warning the crowds that following me means that they must turn away from the people they love and detach themselves from the life they have known. Holmes now thinks, he's, thinks he understands that Jesus is trying to shock us into some sort of understanding of what a person must do to become a disciple. We are to love less, to turn away from or detach oneself from the ones we love, including our present life, and then take up our cross and follow him. Just then, Dr. Watson comes into the flat. <clears throat> Excuse me. Watson, aware of what Sherlock has been up to, did some investigating on his own. Watson finds Holmes in a good mood, and after hearing what Holmes had discovered about hate, Watson shared with Sherlock what he had discovered. Watson told Holmes to turn to Matthew's Gospel and read chapter 10, verse 32 through 39. <clears throat> and that is the reply that Sherlock sent to the deacon. It read like this. Sir, see Matthew 10, 32-9. The word hate in Luke's gospel is a vivid word indeed. Not like our Lord, is it? My friend Dr. Watson found in the Matthew Gospel a parallel passage that reflects, I believe, Jesus' plain meaning regarding the cost of discipleship. Best regards, Sherlock. The Matthew passage says this, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. Jesus then speaks in that passage from Mark, Matthew these most wonderful words. Whoever welcomes you as, as my disciple, whoever welcomes you, welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me, 
welcomes the one who sent me.